Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's my turn, shall we say, to um, share, share in this new series which we are running at the moment called Just a Thought. Just a Thought. So... This is a series which we're doing where each individual speaker is coming to share a few words, some more than others, on an area God has placed on their heart and just to share really and release what God has been speaking to them about, be it that week or that period in their life. And for me, I spent some time thinking around what is it that God um, has placed on my heart to share with you all today? And I mulled over it some time, um, spent some time in prayer over it. And then there was this one phrase that kept coming back to my mind. And it's linked to a particular passage, which I will share in a moment. So the title of my message today is Run Your Race. Run Your Race. Now... It's probably apt timing. We've gone through a period of Olympics. We're now moving into a period of Paralympics as well. Run your race. Where TV and media has all been about athletes who have trained hard for this one moment in their one moment and this particular time in their life where they're competing at the highest level of their sport. And As I was praying and thinking about this message, the bit that kept coming back to me was run your race. So I want you to turn to your neighbor and I want you to say to your neighbor, run your race. Turn to the other side and say to your neighbor, run your race. And you know know the significance of that is because we need to spend some time appreciating that it's our individual race we need to run. Not someone else's race, our individual race. So I'm going to jump straight in to my, into my passage I'm reading from the Bible verse, uh, from the Bible today. Then I'm going to build, build from there. So I'm actually going to be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 to 27. So if you have your Bibles, feel free to turn there. So this is um, a passage written by Paul, an apostle, where he was sharing with some of the early church at the time, Corinth. And this particular passage resonates so much with me because it's, for me, it's, it's a metaphor of Christian life. And I can see so many overlaps with regards to what he shared here, with regards to how we should live our life and what we can do when we run in our race. So I'm just going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, from verse 24. Do you not know that in the race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave 
so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified from the prize. Now, the first bit really of, of that passage to me is the importance of, of us running our race. But before you can run your race, and I'm talking metaphorically here, so when I talk about run your race, how you live your life, what you do with regards to your impact in church, your impact in society, the people you interact with, how do you run your race? How do you live your life? I think with regards to pulling that in context, first of all, we need to understand and know what is our event. All of us are not called to run the same event. Not all of us are not called to run the same event. We do not all have the same skill sets. We do not have the same God-ordained purpose built into us to run the same event. So before we even know what we should be doing or how we should be doing, we need to understand what is our event. Now, well, I was thinking about the, the Olympics because I followed a lot of the Olympics and we saw individuals performing at the best of their ability to win the gold medals, the bronze and the silvers and all, all the medals and all the accolades that go along with it. Those individuals knew their event. They had trained hard, worked hard for long periods of time and they knew their event. What would have happened had we taken a heavyweight boxer, for instance, and put him in a, a, a marathon race. I reckon by the first lap he would have collapsed and the ambulance and everything else would have been on, on the track. What, what would have happened if we had taken one of those heavyweight lifters and put him in the swimming pool? I think he would have sunk like a rock and we would have seen bubbles. You have to know your event. You have to understand what God has called you to do before you can run your race. Because there's, for me, it's, significant, it's a significant starting point to understand that God has called you for an appointed purpose. And he's given you those skill sets for you to run your race, not someone else's race. And when I, when I think about it, actually, if... We're in a world where there's lots of what I call, um, I guess, a bit partly self-help books, but then people sharing their experiences of how they've done things. And, you know, you have, you have the millionaires, that, oh, this is how I've made my millions, this is how I've done this. You know, you know what? If it was that easy, wouldn't we all be millionaires? If it was that easy, wouldn't we all achieve those things? But you can't just simply take someone's principles of how they've done it and applied it to you and for it to work. Because you need to understand what your race is and what your event is in the first place. It's not as easy as just replicating what someone else has done. So the starting point is knowing your event. Knowing what God has called you to do. What God has called you to do. And we're in all, we all are at different stages of life. We, we, and for me, when I, when I, when I look at people, I, I just, the bit that really fills me with joy and passion is understanding that your race never stops. Your race never stops. So if I look at my time as a student, 
it's a period of period of my, my life where he studied hard, trying to work out what God wanted to do. I was running my race at that point in time, but looking at, well, what God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to study? What what is my event? When 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 I look at the period of life when I'm at work now, is it's understand what well oh God, what is it you want me to do? Where do you want me to do? What what is what event am I meant to be doing at like this period and this stage of my life? And your race never ends. You've got to know your event. So even if you are a stay-at-home mom or dad, you're still running your race. You know your, know your event. You're spending time imparting into your children. You're spending time imparting and building them up. You've got to know your, your event. What, God, what is it you're calling me to do at this period in my, in my life? If you're retired, your journey hasn't stopped. You know in your event, if you're retired, your journey hasn't stopped. Know your event. God, what is it you're calling me to do? I, I love my, my granddad on my mum's side who's still, still with me. He's 80s, possibly 90s. And he's still running his race. He knows his event. So when we visited him uh, about four years ago, he still every morning climbs his coconut tree in the backyard, gets us fresh coconuts, gets us fresh coconuts down at 80, 90 years old. And it, it's phenomenal. He's still going strong. He's still going strong. He, he, even at his age, he's, he's realized and established, well, actually, my race is not yet done. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. You've got to know your friend. You've got to know, God, what is it you've called me to do so I can run my race? Not someone else's race, but I can run my own race. So as we, as we spend time in the Word and spend time praying and doing the various activities which we've heard announced and what have you. That's us running our own race, but building ourselves up to be able to run that race. So my first point is know your event. Understand what it is God has called you to do at, your st- at the stage of life you're in now. That leads on to my second point, really, which is for me, is, is laid with different pieces around your purpose. Because, because you've established and understand and know your event doesn't make, mean that life becomes easy or it, it doesn't become a challenge. But what it allows you to do is equip yourself to understand that, well, if God's called me to do this thing or God, God is in it, when I face challenges, I'm going to be purposeful in what I'm doing because I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. So when we go back to the actual Bible verse, it talk, talks about you've got to run to win. You've got to keep straight. You've got to be purpose. You've got to have purpose in every, every step. You don't have to be aimlessly swinging punches. You, there, there, there's an element there around being purposeful and being direct. And for me, you only get that when you've, when you've heard the voice of God because you know God is in it. So no matter what I face, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going because this is my race. Do you, do you realize when we look at, and if you're not sure if you do follow, follow um, athletics and various bits, but someone like Usain Bolt runs his race in under 10 seconds. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. You blink, you miss it. <laughs> He's gone. But what we see is a 10 seconds. What we don't see is the months and months and months of hard work and training, getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning, whatever time it is, 
dedicated himself to that sport, training hard, working hard, eating right, sacrificing, all of these things which we don't see going on behind the scenes for months and months and months, leading into years and years and years, all for 10 seconds. All for 10 seconds. Would we do that for 10 seconds? Well, it goes back to my first point. Unless we're running our race, we're not going to have that passion and desire to do all of that because it's not our race. We need to be purposeful in what we're doing because we've established what God has called us to do in the first place. Now, linked to that, for me, is sacrifice. When we look at Jesus for an example, that was the, the ultimate example of sacrifice. For me, sacrifice is captured as a, to give oneself up for the greater good. So if you're purposeful in running your race, you're going to have to be prepared to sacrifice. You're going to have to be prepared to sacrifice something to achieve that goal. It doesn't come easy, but God has given us the best and greatest example. Sacrifice of love, sacrifice of time, sacrifice of finances. There's so many things which we can sacrifice to be able to run our race, and we're going to have to because it's not going to be easy. And we, we, we kind of live in an age where, for me, we tend to see situations where people want the end result, but they're not prepared to go through the days and weeks and months of hard work, training, dedication, but they want the end result. I would challenge with regards to, are you running your race if you just want the end result, but you're not prepared to journey through what God has called you to journey through to get that end result? If we're running our race, we'll be purposeful, we'll be prepared to sacrifice because we know God's in it. We know God's in it, and we can continue to work because God's in it. And it's funny, actually, because when, when, when I read, read that first passage, it says in chapter 24, run in the way as to get the prize. Do you know, for me, you, you will never win the prize if you're not running your own race. You will not win the prize if you're, if you're not running your own race. You're not going to collect someone else's prize. You can't cross lanes... <laughs> It's called disqualification. You can't cross lanes. It's called disqualification. You've got to run your own race. And if we all run our own race, we will win the prize at the end. So there's an element of being purposeful. There's an element within that of having a sacrifice. There's an element for me as well of not falling to distractions talk about strict training that's training ourselves spiritually that's training ourselves with regards to growing in the word and growing in knowledge of God and being able to to 
to face situations and circumstances with a fresh perspective, a different understanding, because we're running our race. You know, I just think the, the, whole, the whole piece around what Paul was sharing here and the metaphor and example is so, so powerful because... It's a visual represent, representation for us all in what we see in our everyday walk and our everyday life and what we see on, on TV and, how, and how, how sports in itself can represent, represent that running and that journey and, and that battling on. Because the whole piece around sacrifice and distractions, the example for me where it talks about do not swing like a boxer and swing, swinging aim, aimlessly. Well, there's sometimes in our life and in our walk, as long as we're on the right path, not everything will work. There'll be times where we're, where we're trying and we're saying, well, it doesn't just feel right. Do you, do you realize, and, and again, I, I emphasize the point because I think it's so vitally important. When you are walking in what God has called you to do, it might not happen at the time you expect it to happen. And you've got to be prepared for that. So you might be swinging, thinking, oh, I'm trying hard. God, I believe you've called me into this area. But I just can't seem to get breakthrough. It could be, it could be job, it could be a work situation, it, it could be a relationship problem, it could be financial difficulties. God, I know you've called me to do this, but I'm struggling. I'm, it feels like I'm swinging aimlessly. I'm not quite hitting it. Do, do you know there's, there's a time for everything and God's time is perfect? So when, so when that time comes, because you are running your race, you've established that and you've kept fighting on, you've been purposeful and that time has come, you look back and realize, well, actually, God, your time is perfect because when I was swinging, you were training me. You're making me stronger. You're making me more resilient. You're giving me experiences that I can share with other people. I can grow in my own faith and help other people grow. It, you've helped journey me on so that I can continue to run in my race. And you, you've got to understand that, that that link between understanding your race and being purposeful in it and that you might not hit the mark every time but keep swinging because you're running your race. God's time is perfect in it all. God's time is perfect in it all. And again, if I, if I look at the, the Olympics as an analogy, there's one part of the Olympics which really stood out to me. But again, I'm going to illustrate the point because there's a passage in the, in the, in the Bible which just sums it up as us individually here as a, as a, as a, as a body. And I'm going, to, I'm going to read it now. It's, it's in um, a couple of chapters on in 1 Corinthians, chapter 12. And I'm going to read from verse 14. 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 12 from verse 14. And it says, And so the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now if the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an, oh, and if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body. If not for that reason, stop being part of the body. 
If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are un, un, represented, are un, unrepresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving, to, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it. So there should be no division in the body, but its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Now, for me, the link with that in running your race is that we are all called to run our own, own race, but the significance is we need to do it collectively as one body. The, the, the significance and the importance of us collectively as one body, as in one church, being what God has called it to be, lies with the importance of us individually running our race. We're all called to run different races, but collectively we need to be successful in our individual races for the body collectively to be successful. So when you look at the Olympic, Olympic medal table, for instance, the GB got was it second in the, in the medal table. If everyone was individually separated and said, oh, I'm just going to worry about my own event, I'll get my gold medal, not worry about anyone else, well, we wouldn't have a medal table. But collectively, they brought their strengths, they brought it together for that greater good. So... When we look at that situation for me, and, it, and God really illustrated it to me over the last couple, couple of months about the importance of everyone playing their part. So I'll, 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 share, I'll share a story with you. Some of you, some of you have heard the story um, and have journeyed, journeyed through it with, with me over the last few months. So I, I was playing basketball a couple of months ago, went up for a, a jump shot, and I heard a pop in my knee. Didn't think of anything of the time. I had to, had to sit down because it became swollen. And, and over, over the course of a couple of weeks, the swelling really didn't go down, so I had to go and get it check, checked out. And the doctor shared with me and said, um, yeah, I think I need to send you to someone else because it doesn't look or, or feel right. Um, I got sent somewhere, somewhere else and had an MRI scan. And, and what I discovered, discovered was I had ruptured and snapped my, my knee tendon. So there was nothing holding my kneecap really to my thigh, thigh muscle and I'd been walking around on it for three weeks or so. But God, in that situation, illustrated to me the importance of the body working together because the doctor was surprised I was able to walk around 
for three weeks. Because so the injury I sustained, normally people had it operated on within a day or, or so, or they go to A&E and what have you. But what, what God illustrated to me in that situation was that part of my body had failed. But I was able to continue with my walk and my journey because other muscles around the knee had compensated for it. What, what, what did that lead to? Well, it led to a few extra aches and pains in other parts of my body, a bit of my back, lower back ached a little bit, but my calf ached a little bit, my ankle ached a little bit, all because one part of my body wasn't doing what it was meant to do. God showed something to me in that situation. God showed me that his work and his vision will continue. Regardless of necessarily if we all run in our race as he has called us to run our race. He will, still, he will still push his vision through. We might have a few aches and pains. It might be a bit uncomfortable in other places. But imagine how much stronger collectively the body of the church would be if we were all running our race successfully and purposefully. All pulling our weight. All doing what God has called us to be. Imagine how great his kingdom would be that the strain wouldn't be so much. God illustrated that to me with regards to what I went through with my knee, that the significance and the importance of each of us running our individual race, being successful and purposeful in it, so that the body can perform at its optimum. The church. Run your race. Simple phrase but packed with, for me with so much to take away. So I guess for me, really, in, in summary, if, if I was going to bring, bring it to a close, the, the, the three bits I would want you to take away with from this message, Run Your Race, is know your event. Understand that your event is what God has called you to do. And no matter what stage of life you're in, your event never stops. God is calling you to do something. Even in our life group, we've got, we've got um, some of our life group you know, who are older and wiser, I should say. And it's fantastic because they're still sharing. They're still running their race. It's helping me run my race from their experiences and their, what they've gone through and what, the different things they've experienced. Because they're running their race, it's helping me to run my race. Understand, you need to know your event. You need to keep running and run your race. Know your event so you don't stop. You need to be purposeful in, in what you're doing, in running your race. You need to be purposeful. And you need to understand, finally, you need to understand that you're part of a team. Collectively, the success of the church and the body collectively is linked to you running your race. But you're part of a team. You're part of a team. So I'm just going to invite you to stand now. We're going to just spend some time just bringing it to a close, just, just to pray. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.